this is talking because we were seized drink a couple beers with me maybe colin too because yank my fucking chain and call me paul bunyan we're back with another episode of couple pines pod fucking right we are your favorite podcast my favorite podcast yeah. q's favorite podcast q loves this podcast he fucking lives in yeah he lives he lives um so hey today um we're going to uh, we're gonna talk about something we're gonna change lanes a little bit today. oh yeah we're gonna um, shift gears the last couple weeks we've been we're gonna throttle down oh well throttle up yeah the we're, last couple weeks i mean i don't want to say goofy stuff but because like last week was kind of serious uh, water on the moon was a fucking joke. How it all ends is a fucking joke. KFK was cool. Anyway, cool. guidestones, all that shit. So we're going back to Colin's favorite topic, which is um, child sex trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, Colin. What? Can't, can't a guy have dreams and aspirations of making money? And uh, I know for a little while there, we were doing every five episodes, Colin would update us with Epstein and all that jazz, but this week, we're going to be talking about a diff- well, it ties into the whole, uh, I don't know. It anyway. does. It, it, it Eventually, if someday we decide to connect the episode dots, it will. It all ties in. It will. We're two episodes off, it all ties in. So, yeah. that being said, okay. I'm giving the reins over to so Colin. So, let's... Let's start off. He actually, before this, was pacing around, rehearsing, and do. I've never seen Colin like this for a podcast, so hopefully it's a good one. I was actually trying <clears> to <throat> keep my thoughts in order before I began this, so I didn't space out. So, And I think I have them in line, and I'm pretty ready. So right, we're so let's get started. We're also, I just want to throw out, we will end the episode on a light note. Yes, Shouts out once again to Chad, JT, and Schrider. We're going to end the episode with our legend, babe, beef, and quote of the week. Yep. So... Colin, All right. take it away. We are going to talk about the documentary called The Silent Children. This this is 100% a blacklisted documentary that you it's it's extremely hard to find. J-Mac and I have we looked for it. I couldn't find anything. I found the actual website. There is a real website. I did find what it. Is it thesilentchildren.com? I'm pretty sure yeah. I don't it's think ex- it ever got made based off what I read today. They, Today was the first. We're all about to learn together, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, Colin's been trying to get me to talk about this on the pod, and every week it's, you know, like, oh, well, the election's coming up. We can't talk about it. Oh, well, we talked about pedophiles last week. We can't talk about it. Oh, I want to talk about this because I fucking run this bitch. <laughs> so finally I said, all right, let's Pussy talk about boy. it. So I'm learning just as everyone else is. Okay.com. Sorry, I totally No, that's your- all right. Oh, see? There it is. So, we just Googled it right now, and what popped up was a block page, completely, completely gone, blacklisted, exactly what I said in the beginning. Oh, no, it's, oh, okay. We just looked for it again, and now all, to, all of a sudden there's an internet server, internet server error. So, whatever that is, but... This documentary was started by Chris Cornell, the lead singer of Soundgarden. 
Not many people knew he was working on this, but he was funding this project that was going to take a deeper, darker view into child sex trafficking. He was actually going to expose it in a full-fledged documentary that it, it was going to, he was going to try and send it everywhere. He was going to try and put it in theaters. He was going to try and put it on, into a DVD so he could get rid of it and just distribute it. But what happened is as he was going and as he was working on his project, he quote-unquote committed suicide. He hung himself. But the way he hung himself was hanging by doorknob. Exactly, man. So, all of a sudden, his dedication, his hard work for this film that was going to blow this wide open. It was going to expose the truth. And of course... I say that about every big thing. It was going to expose the truth. It was going to do that. And I say it was because obviously if this was just some bullshit documentary, they'd let it come out. But because this was so real and because this was so personal to a group or a a few people, they had to take care of the problem. They had to eliminate and make sure Nothing came of this. Pretty straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. Hugh just burned you, burned his thumb. Pretty Sorry, straightforward. I'm, I just went so far in a rabbit hole. I'm, That's okay. I, 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 I was I was watching the rabbit hole as I was talking. I'm just trying to find out the like the whatever. Continue. Okay. I need a sip of beer anyway. So I keep looking into this and when I say hung by doorknob, it's it's exactly how it sounds. They put something on the other end of the door, they drop drape it over the top, they tie that noose, and when they have it around that person they shut the door so it obviously can't slide off. And that's how they're found. There's been a few people found that way for actually trying to help this movie. Now, there's it, it's reoccurring. It's not just a singular person happened to pass this way. It's a repeated fashion of people happening to be hung by a certain object. Like Epstein was hung by a bedsheet tied to his bunk. Chris Cornell happened to pass the way he did. And the next person I want to move into is Chester Bennington, the lead singer of Linkin Park, who was Chris Cornell's best friend. When Chris Cornell passed, obviously everyone talked about how he passed, Chester Bennington passed into this deep depression. He wasn't the same person who he was. And that whole entire time they kept saying he was depressed and he wasn't the same person who he was was because he was trying to further and actually finish Chris Cornell's documentary. He was taking the money that he had and putting it towards the movie to help finish it. But it never happened because it got it, it got blacklisted. It literally just got shut down. No matter 
what they tried to do, no matter how much money he, he sent to the project, no matter how he tried to maneuver it and shift it so that it could happen, it always ended in disaster. So, of course, I don't know, uh, I can't say of course because I don't, it's not of course, but if you knew the band Linkin Park, you would know they were big into the Haiti Foundation. They were big into support Haiti after the earthquake. They were one of the bands that actually flew to Haiti on, happens to be uh, former President Clinton's private jet to Haiti in, in order to be on the grounds for relief. They get to Haiti. Everything's going exactly how Chester Bennington planned it. He, his money was going to the right place. He, he thought everything was accurately moving how it should be. But when it came to be, it was... Um, hold on. It was... Um, fuck, I'm losing my track now. What are you trying to say? His money went to the wrong place? Or it was all a mirage? It was. There it is. That's what I'm trying to say. It was a mirage. It wasn't what he thought it was. It was absolute bullshit. He was never... He was, he was never actually doing what he thought he was doing. And the reason he found that out was because along the way, he kept hearing of how Haiti is very well known for having children abducted. It's a very prominent child sex trafficking country. nation, country. It's, it happens all the time. If you don't believe it, there was a woman who now happens to work for Amber Alert, or did work, or I think still is one of the current head people for Amber Alert, who the Clintons, for the Clinton Foundation, went over to Haiti and was caught smuggling children, trying to smuggle children back into America without any papers, any visas, any families, any place to go. And her reasoning behind it was, I'm doing it because I'm getting paid by someone. I can't tell you who. But guess who fucking flew down to Haiti to help the situation bargain with the president or, or the minister, whoever is in the charge of over there, Whoever wears the headset, headdress, sorry, that person was Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton personally flew down on his private jet to get this woman out of prison for doing what he wanted her to do, which was smuggle children back into the U.S. so they could literally be sold or tortured or whatever the hell the Clintons do with them. So now... He gets her free. She's free. Okay? And that's my side tangent going off of, if you don't think this is happening, that lady, I can't remember her name, but she is now one of the head people for Amber Alert. Because she was pardoned by Bill Clinton. Let me see if I have her say, I'm not going to look through it because that's going to take too long. I got to continue. Okay, back to Chester Bennington. So he follows the money trail. He buckles down and actually traces where it's going. Is it one of these people? Um, I want to say it was 
Uh, the girl who died, who's blonde. She wasn't blonde. She was a burnout. She looks like a fucking child sex trafficker. She was a burnout, but she dyed her hair when she got this job because she thought it would throw people off. But, yeah. So now Chester Bennington's following the money trail. And I'm sorry I keep saying his name so much. He keeps following the money trail, and he finally gets down to brass tacks. And he's like, uh-oh. I know where my money's going. He found out the money he was putting towards the Haiti Relief Fund was being transferred to the Clintons. His money was being transferred to the Clintons so they could fund their child sex trafficking ring to ship children out of Haiti. Because, unfortunately, when Lincoln Park and the Clintons got involved in Haiti, there was a spike. I'm talking a complete correlation to who is in the area and what just happened to all these missing kids. He saw this spike and was baffled. But I read today that... um... The Clintons gave Lincoln Park some huge grant and like all this other shit. So why would they why would they bone him over? So if you if if your if your face is on a poster for doing an amazing thing, I'm going into Haiti so I can help these kids. So I can help these people grow. Okay? Now all of a sudden everyone's like, Wow! This guy's still got a good heart. I mean he may have cheated on his wife in the White House, but he's still got a pretty good heart. He didn't cheat on his wife. He got a fucking BJ, dude. That's cheating on your wife, man. Yeah, I guess. That's cheating on your <laughs> But hey. Yeah, because, yeah, it is. It is. Sorry. Shouts out my dank GF, dude. Sorry <laughs> I said that. So now, so all of a sudden, his face is now face of good. It's no longer a face of discrimination because he is helping a third world nation recover after having one of the worst disasters in history. So now everyone thinks he's a fucking saint. Mm -hmm. Who was one of the biggest bands of the time back when that earthquake happened? Yeah, no, definitely. Lincoln Park. Yeah. So now, not only is your face on a poster saying, I'm helping this country that is trying to recover... You are now working hand-in-hand with one of the most credible and loved bands of that time. Lincoln, in the world, in Lincoln Park. They were a national treasure at the time. So now you're hand-in-hand with them. So now, everyone thinks you can do no wrong. They think you are a prim, perfect, proper just upstanding citizen trying to get this country out of the hole and back into life, baby. I just have to do my job here. Where is this? What's the point you're trying to just get get there? Oh, I'm just I'm just going off so people know what what's tied in. Okay. But once he found the money trail, because we have there's there's one more person I want I want to talk about that's tied into Chester Bennington. He followed the money trail that the Clintons were also tied into a man named. Uh, Q's... Are you boiling water? Yeah. I believe, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know if it was the mics. So, okay. Once again, like the Epstein episode, um, I'm already lost. Um, 
So Silent Children, documentary about sex trafficking oh, kids me. from third world countries. Uh, Chester Bennington and uh, Chris Cornell. Cornell are the faces of it. They're trying to get the it. The Clintons made them think they were helping them, but they were just taking their money. Yes, taking the children. And putting it back into sex trafficking. Yep. In Haiti. In Haiti when they were there for the earthquake relief. Okay, continue. So now once Chester Bennington got to the bottom of the money trail, he found that John Podesta was hand-in-hand with the Clintons. Now, I told J-Mac a while ago about this crazy fact. How John Podesta and Chester Bennington, someone did a facial recognition scan on both of them. And the software came back with an 80% match. Now, an 80% facial recognition match can only happen with a biological parent. What and ha- also, I read up on this today. Just, I'm sorry, Mm-mm. I keep being like, let's get to the Dude, point. But we're, in, we're starting man. to run out of time. I don't want to go too long. But Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, so the we'll shit, see. Yeah, the shit I read today was saying that Chester Bennington was... Um, Molested as a child by a, quote, family friend. Yes. Then when he was 11, his parents got a divorce because his mom was having an affair with none other than John Podesta. Correct. So the ultimate theory is 11 years before Chester's dad was like, yo, fuck this, I'm out. uh, She got knocked up by Podesta and this dude who's ruining Chester's life is actually his dad. And... The most fucked up part is molested him for years, even though they're most likely father-son. Yep. So now... So I read... Yeah, that's what I learned. Oh, yeah. So once he finds out that, once he finds out, oh, my God, I just connected these dots, and these dots are true, and I've just fact-checked myself, and I've found this. I literally went down this rabbit hole, and it came out to be true. Once he finally puts his foot down and really says, I'm coming out with this. I'm telling these people what's happening. So they know a big fucking star saying it, a a huge star saying it, you know that shit is credible. You know it's happening. He's also like a good dude. It's not like Harvey Weinstein is saying this shit. No. Or like... This is a you know, tormented like, person coming out with the truth. I guess I'm talking to the listeners here, but like, you know what I mean? Like, what has Chester Bennington done wrong? Ever. So. So now once he says, I'm coming out with the truth, John Podesta catches whiff of it, the Clintons catch whiff of it. Chester presumably ben- Epstein catches whiff of it. Whiff, whiff, whiff of, of it. it. Chester Bennington is found hung by a doorknob in his hotel room. The same way on on fucking Chris Cornell's birthday. Chris Cornell's birthday. The same way. Like, is that not some cryptic shit? Yeah. And everyone is saying, and the coroner said, and the autopsy said, like, oh no, he was so depressed, he killed himself. But they're both of uh, Cornell and Bettyton's families were like, nah, they were happy dudes. They were trying to do good. Like, there's no way. Like, you got to think of it. Like, if Colin killed himself. Or got murdered and they said he killed himself. Yeah. Would I be depressed? Yeah. But would I kill myself? 
on Colin's birthday? I would no. hope all of you would look into it because there yeah. would definitely be something behind it. So you have to think of it as like, are you going to be upset that your friend kills himself, that your best friend kills himself? Yeah, but that doesn't automatically equate your suicidal now. So the I think the fact that they were the front runners of this documentary aimed at exposing these powerful people who they didn't even know they were legitimately related to. These people who have been leaving breadcrumbs for years. This all ties back to the Epstein documentary we've talked about and all the, the pedophiles in those episodes. They're leaving these not-so-cryptic breadcrumbs of, like, you can frame it as reality, but you can only do that because you own the people who are saying, oh, this is how it happened. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does. So all I'm trying to say is the fact that he got murdered on his best friend's birthday. For and trying then to do the people that did it were like, Oh, he was sad about his friend, he killed himself. Like, no, dude. Think about that in a realistic aspect. like Yeah. Just take a step back and actually yeah. think, whoa, 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 whoa. I was about whoa. to say, yeah, zoom out a little and examine that. Because it's like it's uh, yeah, it's, anyway. Yeah. These people so, want to be caught and now they're getting caught and people are dying for no fucking reason. Shit's going down now. The last person I, I like to tie into I it. like these episodes but they get me so fucking not stoked, dude. Dude, it's not stoked it's nation so when this shit has to come it's out. So sad. But someone's got to come out with it and I I, I Well, that's I what know. yeah. We're here to do it. So, last person for. I want to tie into it just so you know that this uh how Chester and Chris died was not an anomaly. Now, and they killed themselves in the same way? Yeah. Like what? Not an anomaly. Everyone remembers. Do you have to be? Everyone Even remembers. The article you sent me that I was reading today, um the guy who wrote it called the it was either Chicago or Detroit, wherever Cornell got murdered. He called the coroner and he was like why did you label this a suicide? Like, even in your autopsy notes, it's blatantly not a suicide. And the press person for, I want to say Detroit, I think that's where he died, um, was like, yeah, I agree. I don't know. And knowing the justice system, justice isn't going to get served, which is even more like someone paid someone to cover it up, Mm -hmm. just like they've done so many times before. I agree. It's insane, it's bro. Wild. There's some dark shit out there. Okay, I'm going to speed through this last one because I want to get to happy shit at the end. And I, oh, I'm so ready for this. Okay. Le- okay. But I need to get through I mean, this we don't because have, this is a We important. don't have to cut it at, like, usually when I let you talk about pedophilia, it's long. So. I know. It goes for a while. But I want to I go, boom. I want to hit these people with that, that, that quote-unquote car cash they can't look away from. I was going to say, so shout out what I said last night. Yeah. People can't resist a car crash. They gotta look. They gotta listen. And now so, we're approaching the sirens and the fire and the ambulances. Yeah, we are. And here we go. Let's. Everyone let's tie it up. remembers Anthony Bourdain, correct? Everyone remembers that amazing man. Yeah, that's the worst part, dude. All the people that are, were associated with this and murdered. Um, we're like such fucking now, good and influential people. I hope you have not turned it off because I hope you did not get angry at the fact that I just am happening to tie him into this because a lot of people do believe that he just offed himself. A lot of people believe that's just how it happened. 
because they were they were truly everyone truly thought from the last episodes they saw they were like he doesn't look the same he looks depressed he doesn't look like Anthony Bourdain he was Anthony Bourdain dude. but no so I looked into it Anthony Bourdain just so happened to criticize the Clintons for how they responded to child trafficking in Haiti. After he did that, there was an episode that wasn't aired of his show, or it was, I can't remember, where he came out... Well, which show? He had um, had uh, like three or four shows. Oh, fuck, what's that? Parts Unknown, Parts Unknown, that's right. Really? Yeah. So it definitely didn't air because I've watched CNN, I've watched that entire thing like three times over. That episode didn't yeah. air, or maybe the way they edited it, whatever you're about to say, wasn't a part of it. But so the he everyone knows he was a host of Parts Unknown in the renowned chef traveler. He was shedding light on Pedogate and Armenian genocide in a new episode of the show. Uh, that never came out because on June eighth. Uh, I think this is pretty blurry. I think it was 2015. He was found hung in his hotel room by doorknob. Now, I want you to know he had nothing to do with the Silent Children documentary, but he was trying to shed light on Pedalgate. He was trying to open people's eyes on what was happening. And that, that, my friends, is a very credible person. I cannot find a person who has not watched his show when it was still on. He was another national treasure who was trying to come out with the truth. And he just so happens to die the exact same way Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington die. Yet he had nothing to do with them except criticizing you-know-who. You know who. So, all in all, you can't. You can't talk about certain people. You can't say certain things. But I don't follow that rule. I don't follow that rule at all. The truth will be revealed. What's that one movie where the guy's screaming, You want the truth? You, you can't, can't handle, handle the truth. truth. Um, it. Fuck. Um, I don't remember. I hope you all can handle the truth, Is and I that... hope you stayed for my rant because now we're about to get into some fun, some good vibes, some stokes. Some well, also absolute... let's let's. Uh... Oh yes, J Mac, you want to finish it? Yes. No, I was it. gonna say let's just like. Not wrap it all up, but like summarize. I guess your goal going into this, like why okay. why did we just do what we did, and then we'll get into it. My goal for this was to cut. It's been burning in my brain for a while, so my goal was to let everyone else know, so I could shed light on a subject that is. It's it's hidden. It's I'm hidden. trying to figure out. I. I was going to use in our legend babe it's and beef and shit the di- the director of the documentary and it's very covered up. I've been on Google for the last like 10 minutes trying to figure it out. You can't. So my my goal was to literally get that out and let people know that hey, 
if you thought all we had to talk about was Epstein and the other update on Epstein, oh no. We've got more, my friends. We've got much more. You have much more. Yeah, that I drag J-Mac into constantly. Yeah. So, anyway, let's uh, send on a good note. What do you want to start with? You always start with legend, dude. Colin, who is your legend of the week? This week, I gotta go right back. Oh, my God. Do you know who? Dang GF, dude. My dang GF. Don't talk like them. Just say your legend. All right. I just like the concept this of spreading positivity. This legend goes to tonight because we were FaceTiming while you went to get beer. Mm. And she goes, what do you want to do for dinner? And I go, well, we could either do pizza or we could come home and make something that's about to expire. She goes, you know what sounds good to me? Some za, bro. <laughs> oh, you know what we did? We got Lombardo's pizza, baby. I love how she was your legend last week for also making you dinner. <laughs> is that all? Is that what makes someone legendary? She's my food queen. If I cook you dinner this week, can I be your legend next week? <laughs> yeah, you probably will be. J-Mac, who's your legend? Well, my legend of the week. Hmm. My legend of the week has got to be Couple Pines Pod, dude. And I'm not out here tooting, tooting horns that shouldn't be tooted. I'm just trying to say we're here, dedicated as fuck. The only quarantine podcast that survived quarantine. And we're exposing, that. We're exposing news and truth about shit that... Maybe you might not care about, but at least it's in your atmosphere now, and you can say, wow, maybe ne- the next time someone influential and important gets fucking hung on a doorknob, you could think back to this and say, maybe Something's I'll take a second here. look at this Something's picture here. here. Maybe I'll actually take a critical look at what's happening in the situation. Yeah. We just want not only to have fun, and we've said this before, but you. educate people on things that go overlooked. And I think it is education. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's why Couple Pines Pod, my legend of the week. Fuck yeah, man. And it's a fucking dank podcast, dude. Dude, it's... oh, And I'm not just saying this, and I'm not piggybacking J-Mac just because we do it, and this is our podcast. That's what I'm saying. I wish I could be impartial. But it's fucking dank, man. Yeah. We really try to actually make this... Well, now we're slowly learning how to make it more interactive. Like, we're talking to you as we talk along with each other. But, man, that's right. That's a very good legend. Thank you. So, who is... Colin, who is your babe of the week? Babe of the week? This week, my my dude. I gotta give a shout-out to Budweiser Beer. This is my fucking babe of the week. That was going to be week. my babe of the week, dude. It, it should still be. Now, this is my reasoning. Did this, you read my mind? I was, uh, I was dead-ass going to say that. This, All right. this whole week, I've been coming over, and I've been down in Budweiser with the J-Mac. That's what we do. And I've been drinking these absolute beauties 
Like they're a tall glass of water, and I gotta oh, say, beautiful. Budweiser, king of beers. Keep doing it, man. Keep on your shit, man. Please keep doing it. Keep going. And if the CEO of Budweiser is a woman, please, ma'am, keep fucking grinding. If she's a woman, that's my babe of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, on the real though, my babe of the week. Why don't you just do it? You better have a different reason. See, I don't. It's just such a good beer. Hey. My, uh... Hmm. I should have thought this out more. You know what? My bit of the week, dude. JT Parr. Ooh! So that's who we stole. The legend beef babe quote. Thing. From. But also, I put Colin on to going deep with Chad and JT. And it's safe to say that after Dalia got canceled, rest in peace, that that, for me, took over as my favorite podcast. JT is my babe of the week because I feel like I'm the JT of this podcast. Like, Colin's the the attractive, long-haired, groovy dude. And then you know I'm the I'm the Harry Jufro um, producer for lack of a better term. I'm sitting behind the computer. I'm doing my shit, and that's what JD JT does. Shouts out JT Parr, dude. Big babe, big babe. I love it. That being said, Colin, what is your beef of the week? Beef of the week. Is this little kid? That spit at me today. <laughs> he spit at me. That's a great beef, dude. <laughs> oh. Dude. Oh, I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. That's so funny. Now, just so everyone knows, where I'm working, we oh took God. on a school. And this we're acting as a school program for them where they come in on their Zooms, do their homework, and we act as their teachers. Now I'm bringing this kid to the bathroom. When we're coming back from the bathroom, he starts getting wild and crazy. So I go, hey, kid's name inserted here. You better calm down. Let's call him Kevin the Schmoll. Let's call him, hey, Kevin the Schmoll, you better calm down. You can't be yelling like this in the hall. Because there was a room of kids on Zoom right next to us and a... On both sides of us. So I, I, I sternly voice my opinion at this child as to why he cannot be loud. His response to me is to pull his mask down and while laughing at me, spit in my direction. Was it accidental or was it like... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this, this little child looks at me and goes... <laughs> It took everything in my body not to put a knuckle straight into his forehead with the jab of Zeus. Just a pure thunderbolt knuckle jab straight to this child's forehead. And it took everything in me not to do it. That's my beef. Yeah, that was intense. Um... My beef is not as intense. My beef of the week is um, 
work yesterday and not for the reasons you would expect so work yesterday was fucking dope um great day weather was shitty but you know that's okay i signed up for it <laughs> um had a great lunch shouts out jeff matt and alec the homies hopefully alec spoiler alert might come on as our producer on this that'd be awesome um uh, he's down we're down me. it's exciting but anyway shout work, out alec if you ever listen to this i'm excited to meet he you. does he does i'm um, excited to meet you man work yesterday was my beef of the week because the job i do which is on it's in film i'm on set i'm non-union so once i hit eight hours i start making overtime Ooh-wee. now thursday Ooh-wee. thursday i didn't start making overtime I got cut at like 7 hours and 55 minutes because we fucking slayed the day, which is dope, you know. Everyone came together as a team, and we fucking murked that shit. But at the same time, I want my my fucking 20 plus an hour. Yeah. I want, I need that. Yeah, you do. I need that. Papa needs it. I guess my beef of the week isn't with work yesterday my beef of the week is with getting cut early and also kelly if you listen to this stop cutting me early (laughs) um cut me early (laughs) colin what's your quote of the week my quote of the week and also kelly i love you please don't fire me i signed up what's your quote of the week (laughs) i wish i found this one last week your time is limited so don't waste it living someone else's life that's right, Wait, baby. Repeat. Your time is limited. Your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. I like that, dude. Cuz also, you know what? I got another beef of the week, dude. Give it. People who live other people's lives, bro. Oh, fuck you. This has always been my beef. Fuck those people. Be your own person, dude. Like I understand, you know, everyone jokes around about, like, oh, when you start dating someone, you adopt their lingo, and, like, uh, if you hang out with someone enough, you become, you know, you adopt their lingo, they adopt yours, whatever, you let you adopt each other's interests, but there's one person in my mind, who I won't call out, that I met in college, and their whole personality was the likes and interests of whoever they were talking to. And as a psych major, I fucking, not to be creepy, I studied this person at parties or at, you know, small gatherings in class because we had a couple classes together. And it's just like, fucking live your own life, dude. Like, be... be a fucking schmoll, man. Yeah, big schmoll vibes. Big schmoll vibes. People pleaser, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yes, man. Anyway, yeah, I like Literal that. Yes, I like man. that quote a lot because it relates to. Uh, yeah, what's your to quote? To that, be your own person. So my quote is uh, some song lyrics by this fire fucking musician named J Mac. Hey. <laughs> and uh, kind of ties into the episode a little bit, hopefully. Even though, you know, that's hypocritical because I called out the process but my quote of the week is gotta trust the process trust trust gotta trust the process all you gotta do to believe in you is obsess 
and just trust. Trust, trust, trust the process. It's much better in song Good form. Good gosh. Look me up on any platform, J-Max Music, with an X. But, uh, no, I mean, I was just, I listened to this song the other day for the first time in a long time. I wrote it July 22nd of last year, and it really made me feel good, dude. I don't even know where it came from, but God trust the process, and hopefully the people responsible for this episode, um, <laughs> aka the fucking pedos. Those fucking meet justice dude hopefully hopefully i can trust the process and these motherfuckers get put away trust 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 the process that's a fire song dude i'm about to attach the mp3 you know what we're doing that so here is for the first time first off first off this has been a couple pints pod oh it's safe to say we're out enjoy (laughs) trust by me yes later we out here having fun Consciously heavy seas, plot a course to wanna be Waiting on the day that I finally decide to change me Not major, not for happiness She's dreams grafted in my mind One day I'm gonna make a reality But they're vaulted though Behind metaphoric steel doors And when I crack them open Ideas spill out on the floor And hey, it's an issue And I ran out of tissues Just let me be real I got a skill I often misuse I tend to bend sounds And I wrap words around them I roll that shit up And I deliver it proud uh, At least I try to At heart I'm a really shy dude Refrain, I'm trying to change But this time is unstoppable And I just call it a shame hate to make excuses i'm juggling long weeks sleeping in between living lucid nah i'm not insane cause sane is not in my brain he dipped a while back he kinda hard to contain Said that, but I don't really care. Fuck. Don't fuck, skip.